Kayanos, Kayanos, fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos. Before you entered your mother's womb, 
I knew the, I don't know when that, do you know when it was? Do you know when, before you entered your mother's room, do you know when it was? Let me tell you. Who is your mother? Who you are preceded who is your mother? That's what I want to tell you. And it preceded where you are born. It preceded the fact that where are you even from? Remind me. The name of the place. Eh? Orel. It preceded Orel. Remind me your own. Eh? No, now tell me the place. Musa in Jalingo. In Taraba. Who you are preceded Musa. That's what I'm trying to say. All those things where you were born, who gave birth to you, all the things around are just vehicles to prosecute destiny. If you want to be strong, you have to reach out consistently to that wisdom that was there before time began, before creation began. It formed everything. That wisdom still don't found Satan. And Satan used to pride himself in his wisdom. That is why anytime God deals with him, he makes everything he's doing foolish. Let me even give you a secret to rising in the kingdom. The things that make men rise in the kingdom are the things that are obviously foolish in the natural. I want to ask you, is it not foolishness to be serving yourself food? Say the truth. Is it not foolishness? How does he help your overall well-being? Even prayer. When you should be sleeping in the night, you are doing shakata. And the worst part is that these days we now pray in tongues. If he's understanding your father that used to accost you and say, pray the one God will hear. In his own opinion. God can only hear Igbo language. Is God an Igbo man? Dio, what's your native language? Is he Hausa? What's your native language? Kutep. Does God, is God from, does God speak Kutep? Is you that speak? speak with you in his language, you, you will understand it in whatever. Let me tell you. If the, your grandmother in the village said that God spoke to him, guess the language. Is it one language? Is God an evil man? The man from South Africa will say God spoke to him in Swahili. The one from Germany will say God spoke to him in German. The one from you see the core, the purpose of the apostolic and prophetic is to show you the realm that controls other realm. You see, when you do things as pastor or that things, it's powerful, but it's mostly subjective. So when they teach you, they are making it personal, applicative, you know. But God looks, the scope of what God is doing is bigger. So a normal pastor can be talking about
your house on the rock now. He'll be telling you how God said house on the rock will be the one he will use to establish his plans in this town. Is it not true? <laughs> you know, that's good. And it's possibly true. But you need to know that that's one part of the jigsaw. So when you have done your own, you will not be worried why God's plan has not come to pass, even though you have done your own. What you don't know is that you are just one part of the whole. Uh-huh. So until those people find their place, nothing will happen. So if he's an apostolic and prophetic measure, God will now raise you up. You will see the way he sees. And you will see that before God, there is nothing like Catholic Church in the way. There is nothing like Anglican Church. There is nothing like Redeem. There is nothing like Deeper Life. There is nothing like which one? Christ Embassy, House on the Rock, Dominion City, Winners. At the best, what God will say, the church at Snail. We don't get the denomination now. Where? The church at what? That means God does not see his church by denominations. He sees them by what? Say territories. God's church are territorial, not, not denominations. So you come and say, the church at Titira. The church at Philadelphia. The one at what? Laodicea. If there is something happening in the church at Newe, it doesn't matter the denomination you are from, it will be affecting you positively or negatively. If revival breaks out in Southeast, it will affect every church in South, every ministry, anything you are doing in the name of God, it will affect it. God doesn't take size. the name of your father's church victory God is not a member of victory by which I my friend so when he comes your father will be telling you God told me he appeared to me and he said victory Bible church I will use it and God comes he doesn't take any side he takes the side of his word his prophetic word over a territory and if it so happens that you are aligned to that prophetic word, it means that the Lord is on your side. That is why alignment is critical. Ah, did I get here? Hebrews chapter 5. I want to. It's okay. It's enough. No wonder. You are the one making me to do this. Hey, stop, stop, stop. Let's do Bible study, please. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 5. Okay, we are able to say a few things yesterday. Who can summarize it for us? Quickly, quickly, in the next 30 seconds. Hallelujah. Come and give him mic so that, I hope we are recording it so that your your great-grandchildren will hear you.
Daniel, you disappeared. I saw you on Sunday when you were leaving. I was coming. Bike was bringing me. You, you are living on your own. I said, this man is still looking for human being. He has not started looking for God. Oh yeah, tell us. Okay, praise the Lord. Um, yesterday, uh, we touched some things in Hebrew chapter 5. Uh, starting from verse 12. Yes. There are some key words there. Mm. Time, niche, and uh, use. So You can use your jota. We are okay. not... <laughs> Okay, so the three key words we touched yesterday were what? Time. Number two? Need. Number three? Use. Okay, continue. So, and uh, uh, you say that uh, we have uh, three different uh, stages. Uh, Would I put it like a maturity or something like that? There is milk, there is meat and strong. So, and you say that we don't need to, sometimes as a believers, you need to know the one that you need at a club so that you will not be using another reason like somebody that is just for again. You don't need to give that person meat or strong meat. That person needs milk. And by mistake, if you put yourself in the place where you are taking meat, you will still come back. Yes. And as a believer, anytime you see some challenges, you need to know the one that you need at a particular time. It's called majority. It's not that uh, uh, that you are a babe. All it takes is for you to know and apply it in your life and go on. Praise the Lord. So, and then... Now, there were seasons in my life that... For example, if Satan starts attacking the assurance of your salvation, then you need to go back to the word of God's grace. Hmm? You might not know that he's actually attacking it. How, if Satan attacks assurance of salvation, how do you know? Do you even know how? Give me one example. Give me my. Huh? Condemnation. Okay? That's one. Give him. He has answers. Give him answers so they will put it on. Wait. Give him mic so that they will record it. We will give you minus one ready. If you get it correct, we cancel the one where you are holding. Um, for, let's say um, there was something that a person did wrong. Hmm. And um, Okay, let's say, for instance, my, myself, for example, mm-hmm. there are days in the early times when I used to give my life to Christ. Mm-hmm. When, when I when I started loving God and mm-hmm. when I started pursuing God, that mm-hmm. is from early 2014. Mm-hmm. And then I was pursuing so many breakthroughs and uh, so many things. I was fighting to get so many things from 2014 to 2015, 2016. And most of the times, I would always often go back and start questioning whether I'm still a believer. I also ask, I also question, ah, Am I really sure that this God hears me? And even there was a time then I had an encounter and God told me that he knows my name. It really strengthened me then. Because sometimes I would pray, pray, pray. Then eh, the essence of my prayers were always prayed through, not even fire or hunger. <laughs> you see, so, what do you think is this man's problem? He has not been taught well. 
on his identity. You see, eh? your circumstance does not define you. If God said you have something, you are that. Thing. See, your circumstance doesn't suddenly make you become another person. In fact, you have to trust God so much, irrespective of the circumstance. And I mean even the good one. Are you hearing me? Follow me now. Follow me now. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Do you know you can be very rich and you will now think you are the one? Suddenly, it's because of your intelligence and connection. And then you, let me give you an example. Then you that used to come by 5 p.m. to meetings, you will come and tell me, Pops, if you see the way I'm busy here. And then, as, as I'm, you tell me the business connection, as I'm still talking, you will wire 5 million or 10 million into my account. I will say, God bless you, but let me tell you the truth. I'm not like other person. Let me just tell you the truth. Do you know the truth? You are gone. Because even though you gave money, you are losing the mental. That present. So if you get 10 more million in your own mind, God is still working. If you get 20 more million, God is still working. So you have begun to define God's workings and presence in your life based on. Are you with me? So, if you were well schooled on your identity when you are born again, one of the things it does to you is that your presence that you do, did visa, it failed, doesn't define who you are. Your identity is constant. I have taught this thing before. The, if you don't know anything as a believer, you must know your identity. If you don't know anything as a believer, Okay, let me even ask this question. Daniel, who are you? Wow, I can be saying many things. Huh? Who are you? Give me mic so that they will record it. Your, your great-grandchildren will hear your answer. <laughs> who are you? Because if you appear in heaven and they ask you who are you, you say, I am Daniel. They, they don't know. They don't know Daniel. They don't know Daniel. I'm telling you. Oh, you have not gone to heaven, and they ask you your name. You say Nenna. They will say, "What is Nenna? What is Nenna? What is Nenna?" You go to heaven. They ask you your name. You say treasure. You say they don't know what is treasure. <laughs> My company. What? Who are you? You need to know who you are is critical to every single thing that will happen to you in the kingdom. See, if you know who you are, there are many things that will stop happening to you just because you know who you are. Instantly. The revelation of your identity is the most powerful deliverance that you need. Just say whatever is in your mind. That thing in your mind may be correct. It's not okay. Oh, yeah, remove mic. You just say, just tell me. Let's say we are on the road now, and I ask you just answer that way. We are your brother. Is not there? Huh? 
He said he is a child of God. Is that is correct? Hmm? Is he not a child of God? Now, there are many things, but let me start from this statement you made. What does it mean to be a child of God? First of all, for you to understand this, you need to know who God is. Hmm? Because there is a name our people used to give. Do you know what it means? Daniel or Mekanaya? Do you know what it means? He who doeth like his father. If you are your father's son, one of the ways we know you are your father's son is what? You do like your father. That's beyond it. Now, let me come back. You are a child of God. That means God is your father. Is it not true? And you are his child. First thing you understand now is that you are connected to God by relationship. Say relationship. As a matter of fact, being the child of God is one of the most powerful revelations of identity you can ever have. Eh? For example, you are also a servant of God. Hmm? There are many things Jesus was called. Jesus was called the Son of God. I hope you know he was also called the servant of God. I hope you know. Do you know? Yes. Jesus was a servant. In fact, he is the chief servant. But before he, he was, before, you know, servant talks about what you do, what you do for God. Before there was any talk about what you will do for God, whatever it is, there is first of all a talk about the fact that you are related to God. And that is more important than any other thing. Before you ever washed car for your father, you are his son. That's what I'm saying. Are you hearing me? So your watching of car does not define who you are. So one day, you did not watch car. You just missed it. Did you suddenly stop being your father's of course, your early fathers might rebuke you. Are you with me? She's on You know, but he still does not nullify the fact that you are a child of God. Bound to him by blood. Bound to him by covenant. Bound to him by relationship. Are you hearing what I'm saying now? So if you are moving on the road, how, how, how are you going? These are my thoughts in my heart. The Almighty One, the One that created everything, is my Father. Is my who? My Father. And then Satan comes and says, I will kill you. Hmm. How does these two things rhyme? You are not getting the point. Let's say you are Obiano's son. Hmm? And then you are just moving on this road. And then police people caught you and said, they will put you in prison. What will you say? Huh? <laughs> All you need to do is step one side. 
and do as if you are doing call. And I've noticed police people, they are wiser than you. There are some calls you want to make, they will not allow you. Some of them will disappear, some will change their world. The reason is that if there, if there is a way they even search you and find out any ID card, and they see, they say, we will shoot you, we'll do, and they see phobia. No, they don't care whether it's the real one or the fake one, they will release you. Say identity. Simply because you are somebody's child. That is all. It is not as if you yourself, you have that capacity in you. But because of the name, the authority that your father has, certain things are forbidden from happening to you. In fact, do you even know? Even if you stole, let me even tell you, if you are Obian child and they caught you in a problem, do you know the case we die? The case will die. His assumption. They said the president of Nigeria, the daughter, uses Nigerian aircraft to go and snap picture. If he wants to snap you and your wife, you invited her to come, she will use, I don't know how much you will pay her. Maybe you are very rich, you can pay her 500,000, then she will use Nigerian aircraft to come. Is it the cost of the aircraft, the cost of maintenance, or the cost of fueling, or the cost of the uh, logistics, people flying it, and he will come and snap you, and then go back. No matter how cheap that journey is, it won't cost less than five million. And Nigerian people say, she used Nigerian aircraft, she did this. They saw her another time, and she was waving to them. Um, that. Why? Some things is just set and we say, I will kill you if I catch you. It's talk. It's talk. When matter reach, eh? if you say you in Nigeria, this one will do this, it will do this. Suddenly, somebody will knock on your door and you see 50 hefty men. <laughs> Carrying AK-47 with bullets like this, you are not even seeing their face. They came and knocked and said, "Are you Ugochu?" He said, "Yes." You are the one that said you will do this. He said, <laughs> 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 "Hallelujah!" This is just. Are you with me? Satan, they jump about because uh, you never show them your identity. Sometimes all you need when Satan confronts you is to do what? Bring out your identity, ID card. Once you show him, they will clear like this. I was coming down from Enugu with my friend one day. He works in EEDC. We are inside one new Ford car like this. Oh my God. Jesus. I used to think Enuguta and Ambra is far until I entered that one. Before we did fear, we are in Oka. 
What if I enter his mass bus? Driver, the car will be doing whoa after two hours. We have not reached soccer. <laughs> Why enter that one? What I was saying. Just are you with me? Safe. And then <laughs> so we met police people on the way. And police people just carry gun like this. Like this, be like this. The guy driving it didn't even bother. He said he just stopped. As soon as they wanted to, they looked and saw the name. As soon as they saw the name, they did hand like this fast, fast. You have not showed them your name. Hmm? When you got born again, it's like a woman getting married into a new family. One of the things that happens is that the man buys your name. That's part of the thing. What part of the thing God did is that he bought your name and gave you a new name. Your identity changed. Now, by giving you his name, his wit, authority, possibility becomes your own. If a man that is a king marries a peasant lady, as soon as he marries that lady, she becomes the queen. It doesn't matter whether you used to play with her yesterday. You can't do it today. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That is why the church is considered as the bride of Christ. You need to know your identity. Which cannot come and, you know, those are if the witches. Some of them are learning job. Any small thing, they will come and test it. Or any small thing, they will come and test it. I don't want to teach this one. Now. Some people won't like it. But let me tell you, I believe in which is dying. Me. I know you don't believe, but me, I believe it. I will not say that you, but there are some people that have locked up their heart that is either I get this or I die. The Bible spoke about some people that wanted to stop the ministry of Paul. And they bound themselves. I said, it's either they achieve this or they die. What do you think will happen? Is it Paul that killed them? It's them that said we want to die. It so happens that God's agenda concerning Paul is bigger than those people. They became collateral damage. It's not as if God wanted to kill them, just that they are blocking the way. My sister, if this chair is on the way, and your salary is here. <laughs> what will you do? You'll be speaking in tongues. <laughs> Let me tell you. Eh? If we raise face this high and drop bags of dollars here and then carry the ladies and the guys put here, and say, go and take. That's when you know you are lazy. You are not strong. If you see what these ladies will do, forget this thing. It's a lie. Eh? Business have not started. Many years ago, I went to the bank when they started doing this BVM something. And they were pushing in the line. And one young lady, like my sister, stood in my front and did like this. <laughs> I wanted 
to Opusha, it was like it was like iron rods. There was no leave, no transfer. The thing almost broke my hand. I respected myself. I'm telling you. When she finished, she now started walking like this. I said, it's not me, you will see are you not getting the point the whole point is this you must know your identity Satan can trick you into many things if you don't know who you are so number one thing he said is that he is the child of God tell me another thing you are Who can help me? Maybe that's this. Oh, oh, oh. He said it's the righteousness of God in Christ. If not, I would have delved into it, but that is a very big topic. But let me just touch it. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You see, the whole contention since man fell is the contention of sin and righteousness. Hmm? What is the gospel? You should know now. What is the gospel? Pastor T, don't teach you now. What is the gospel? Because the gospel is supposed to be the answer to man's problem. Now, for you to know what is the gospel, you must know what is man's problem. What is man's problem? Huh? What's man's problem? No, you are you are sharing grace already. What is man's problem? Simply sin. Say sin. Man's problem is sin. Eh? Sin. If sin didn't come, there won't be death. I with me. The book of First Corinthians chapter 15 said that I've forgotten how it was phrased. But in oh should I go there? Well, I think you have known it. The sin of um, the sin of sin is death, is it not true? So it means that it is death that came, it is sin that came, and then death is with it. And um, in fact, death, are you with me? I have thought it here before. Once you see righteousness, then there is life. When you see sin, then there is death. As a matter of fact, it's called sin and death, actually. I've, I don't want to talk about mysteries today, I want to teach on basics. But righteousness is a city. Do you know? Righteousness is a city. Do you know? <laughs> Do you know sin is a city? Sin is a city. Death is a city. I don't have time. I will show you from the scripture. In fact, all you need to do is just to do a chain reference. 
you will see the city of righteousness. That's by the way. Now, my point is this. Are you with me? Let's go back to the place you're going. Eh? The problem of man was sin. So the answer God has for sin was what? Eh? So God's answer for the problem of man is righteousness. Say after me. No, let's say it in full. God's answer for the problem of man is righteousness. So if God's answer for the problem of man is righteousness, then we need to know what is righteousness. You see, um, righteousness is one of the few things that no human being can produce. Are you with me? Are you with me? So, it is only understood in the context of God himself. In fact, righteousness, as we said yesterday, is the nature of God. And then, you need to know that when man fell, something happened to him. He received another nature. What is that nature? Eh? Sin nature. So, you can't have two natures in the same place at the same time. In fact, the anger of God, are you with me? The anger of God is not so much so with the acts of sin, more than it is of the nature of sin. The real anger of God is against the nature of sin. Now, he is not happy with the acts of sin, but he is never ever going to interact with you if you still retain the nature of sin. The implication of that is that an unbeliever can be doing good acts. I with you. Yet the Bible calls it <laughs> you need to know how self-righteousness makes God angry. It makes God so angry that he can decide to cut off a whole generation. The whole of the Israelites we are cut off because the Bible says, according to um, Paul in the book of Romans chapter 9, he said, them not knowing the righteousness of God went ahead and started producing for themselves righteousness after the law. So they felt they can meet up with God's standard and demands by their own accord. And in so doing, they cut. Once you make an attempt to attain that standard outside of God's impartation and enablement, it is not just that you will, obviously you will fail. But the bigger problem is that in so doing, you cut yourself off from the possibility of even attaining it. Did you even get what I said? So as soon as these people insisted that they can find a path to righteousness by their own making, in that attempt, they were automatically cut off. And then Paul was saying, if the natural branch, the one that was ordained, because whenever you talk to a Jew, he will tell you that our father Abraham, and even them that the gospel came to according to came through according to the flesh we are removed and you we are engrafted as a white olive branch this is the testimony of Paul he said you should be careful if God did not consider them so my uncle came and said his wife is born again and he's an elder in deeper life, but 
GC has many. You know women now. So, is it? Me that is not even born again. I'm better than my wife. I'm not. This you and you're born again. If this is born again, he is correct, Abi. Now, if you ask the average man on the street, he will say the man is correct. The reason is that eh, the preaching of Christ, which is righteousness, is to them that perish, the unbelievers. What is it to them? It's foolishness. Use your common sense and analyze this thing. Let's say you are not born again. I know how much my mind was was renewed before I believed that God is more. Are you with me? You know why? I used to be a very good guy. I am so good that if you find my trouble, I'll be bothered. Let it not escalate. Let it not escalate. I'm that good. So, as I'm going up, people will say, Ah, is he shed? Don't worry. He has been born like he's a quiet, he's gentle, he's. So, people, mm, is he sure she will not find your trouble? She has been. Um, is it not true? <laughs> So you know all those things. So I carried the badge. We thought that is how the gates of heaven will begin to open to us. Hmm? The gates that are manned by cherubims and seraphs of fire. Hmm? The, the time gates. They are time gates. Hmm? Locked up in portals. When I carried my and I enter, the time gates will open, leading me into portals of light and excellency, bringing me into realms of glory beyond. Mm. But when I came, the door was locked. One of the things that shook me the most was when I was in long tennis. And I saw a deeper life young lady. I don't know how old that lady was, those it's not deeper life. Christ Embassy. I don't know how old that lady was then because she's been long. This is 2009, 11 years ago. That second or third year. When I came, I saw the lady. We are doing our own prayer. And then the lady just touched and on the person fell under. I said, I, we are doing our prayer, but my eye was there. I left my our prayer, I was in shattered. I'm not sure I've even started praying. I don't know. I've done. Maybe I was in like this whole. We are doing our prayer, but I was in that prayer. Touched another person. Boom. He's a lady, so and he's touching a guy, so he's not pushing down, my friend. Something is making them. I know. Even before you go serious with God, that there is a pull to the supernatural. Is it not true? <laughs> Even before you got born again, self, you see supernatural things, you like it. And I said, there is something. There is something I. There is something. And I looked at the girl that did that thing, and she was on on trousers. I said, Satan is. I say it's a lie. I close my eye. I remove. I say it's not possible. 
So Satan has begun to do this in church. End time, end time. Anyway, I don't want to go there because there is also a balanced understanding. If as you are now, and God told you, don't wear trousers, and you wore it because you said it's not written anywhere that he's sin or not sin. You are, you are a big sinner. Yes. Some of us, before we come to, before I come to here, I will ask Holy Spirit, which clothes do you want me to wear? I'm telling you. That's how, that's how some of you will find husband. Though. God has already told your husband the color of clothes you are going to wear. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And he now said, when you come, there is a sister in the second row. She will wear blue. Ooh. He will now speak in tongues. And then you bought new clothes. When you are, you want, you must sample it. You hold it, go say, we are blue. And then you disobey it. For that person, he is sinning. You see, me, I can't wear baggy, but you have seen Todd White. I, I can't. I used to do it, but I don't know why God now brought me to this one. I used to like it. Because those days, my deeper life roommates, my Christianity was so conk that he didn't know when he started calling me bro. If a deeper life man call you bro, you have gone to heaven. And you are not a member of deeper life, you have gone to heaven. They see the way I am disciplined. I give a lot. I sacrifice. They will come. I'm the one that cleaned all the room, arranged everything. First water for everybody. Cook food. Give him if he cook. He cook food when people are not around. Are you with me? If at all he somebody is around, is his fellowship bro? The two of them will eat it. And anyway, he gives small, but you make sure that the condition is not good for you to ask. You know, there is a way somebody will do so you won't be safe, so you will not ask. And then prayer every 3 a.m. I've left to long tennis till 7. Bible study sometimes two, three hours. My books after they after some time. He says, Bread, say bread. <laughs> say bread. You don't know what it means. Hmm? I, me, I carry the certificate. It's one of my achievements in campus. <laughs> Meanwhile, his problem with me is that sometimes I wear gym. And it's not, you know, there are types of gym. There is that one. If you buy it, it will seem as if it's, it, if breeze is blowing, everything. No, it's not that. I, I wear a good gym. Those days. Those days. Bring back those days, oh God. <laughs> you will not bring your own. <laughs> now, but the problem is that we'll come for morning devotion. And sometimes I wear my trackers on my team, and then I'll come. The Holy Ghost will move. And people will be littered. They will begin to ask. Meanwhile, it was what I was delivered from. 
that is now happening through me. The greatest demon, devil, that God will break in your life is the spirit of religion. If there is anything God helped me to do in the life of my siblings, is this thing. I intentionally made sure that all of them did not stay in religion. Intentionally. We were included in many things. Our only limitation was religion. Anyway, that's by how did I say this? That's by the way. Hmm? Help me back. Let me round up for this evening. The righteousness of God. We are taking Christ. So the problem of man was sin. So the answer of God for the problem of man was righteousness. So now righteousness is such. Remember the um, phrase that is used here is the righteousness of God. That means we can get other righteousness. Is it not true? Now that one is not accepted. Obviously, you know. So the righteousness that is of God is what is only accepted, and that is what we make you accepted. There are many. Oh, my problem is that when I teach, I don't just teach you as a normal teacher or pastor. I have to teach you. There are planes of acceptance in in the spirit. Are you with me now? The, are you with me? You are not with me. There are planes of acceptance. There is such a thing as acceptance amongst the beloved. Hmm? There is such a thing as acceptance before the presence of God. There are are levels and levels of acceptance. In fact, should I shock you, the basic acceptance that you have by the impartation of righteousness in your spirit is not enough to be accepted in certain planes in the spirit. Do you know? There are planes in the spirit that if you need to operate in that place, the new garments of righteousness have to be worn upon you. Now, coming there without those garments will make you, it's not only that you'll be chased out, you will suffer a repercussion. There was a guy that was found in a priest, in a feast, and he was improperly dressed. What did they do to him? They didn't just chase him out, they said, take him to outer darkness. That's not just a punishment. They say, where there is weeping, just because you didn't wear clothes, you don't know what is clothing, my friend. That is your protection. The man, see, because we are, we deal a lot with thrones and priesthood, you must understand clothing. The only way to survive in your oppression in the realm of the spirit is to be properly clothed. So for every plane, for every realm, there is a proper clothing to operate in that place. So the righteousness that came in into your spirit is not enough. That one only makes it possible for you to operate before the throne of God, before the presence of God. But if you want to operate before angels, certain caliber of angels, or before principalities and before Satan, no. There is another one that will give you access. Meanwhile, there are places of of manifest presence, there are place of authority of God in you. That one is not possible except you wear some garments. That is why for you, are you with me? You are not with me again. Now, for you to be called up to higher places in the spirit, there are two things God must do for you. Are you with me? First thing he does for you is to remove the older garment 
or to wear you in fresh garments. That's the first thing. The second thing he does for you is for him to anoint you. Eh? Once he does these two things, then instantly your level of operation will be jacked up. If you if these two things have not happened to you and you find yourself operating in a higher end, you will suffer casualties. Have you ever done some warfare in the spirit and you woke up, you have you became sick? Some many things became wrong around your life for no reason. Do you know the reason? You are improperly clothed. Your clothing cannot survive that plane. Eh? As you are now, if you dive into water, are you not wearing clothes? Well, if you dive into water for one hour, you will die. Do you know why? As far as the plane of water is concerned, you are improperly clothed. Meanwhile, for eight rem, you are well clothed. Are you getting the point? Are you getting the point? Now, even though you are still on earth, if you climb higher, you will now notice that this your clothes will not suffice. Have you gone to, let's say in December, you go to Joss? And then you, you wear singlet. Once we see you, they will start writing your obituary. What will you call that one? Is a foolish person. So, um, but the first thing you need to understand is that you are first righteousness before you manifest righteousness. Are you with me now? See, the, when God imparted righteousness that is of Christ, now this is why, are you with me? Some people come and say they are the righteousness of God. They don't know they are doing themselves evil if they don't act in Christ. Because righteousness has a demand. There is a price for which righteousness was bought. Eh? And that price was paid by who? Now, when he paid that price, the full life that is found and possibilities that is found in righteousness was invested in Christ. Why, why was he invested in Christ? Christ is the step down of God. There is only one way that God is accessible. How? To Christ. So anything we assess as believer was because we found it in the circumference of Christ. Are you with me now? So if there is any way you encounter righteousness, that is not, it's not even possible for you to encounter God's righteousness outside of Christ. It is not possible that your humanity can carry it. There is no possibility for a man to interact with the righteousness that is of God outside of Christ. Your capacity cannot carry it. It will kill you. So when God imparted the righteousness, his righteousness in you, he did it in the mode of Christ. And he did it in such a way that it is in the form. What is the form? That form. What form did the righteousness that is of Christ that entered your spirit? What form did he come in? Eh? Is the nature. What is the form of that nature? It came as glory. This is what it means. This is what glory means. Glory means that as you interact with that righteousness, that glory that is inside of you, hmm, it begins to glow, say glow, and shine from inside, outside. That is what is called the glory that excels. 
So the intent of God is to impart your spirit with righteousness. And in you dealing properly with that righteousness, it will consume every part of your being. In so much so, because remember, the nature of God is righteousness. And his intent is that when he created man, he said, let's make man in our image. And afterwards, so he imparted that his nature in you. Meanwhile, the full balance have not been gotten. What was given to you was an impartation of that nature. Because in your own capacity, no matter your attempt, you will not be able to access the righteousness that is of God. So it was stepped down in Christ. And by believing in him, you receive the impartation in your spirit. In the mode and form of glory. And this is the capacity of the glory of God. He has capacity to shine forth when you interact with it. Are you with me now? So when you interact with that glory, the righteousness that is encapsulated in glory, it begins to shine. shine. Suddenly, some dimensions of God's righteousness, they begin to be manifest through your life. After some time, you'll be clothed with what is inside. If you understand this, we know that the whole gospel is all about righteousness. The whole gospel is all about what? Let's stop. What's the time? Let's stop here. Tomorrow we continue. Just pray. Ask God to give you a fresh revelation of your identity. One of them is that you are the child of God. The Bible says, when he was talking about the way to approach the prayer ministry, he said, our Father who is in heaven, trying to tell you that the basis for prayer is that you are related by blood to the Father that is in heaven. That the basis of your acceptance, you making attempts to even pray, is because you are connected to a man called the Father. If you are not connected to him, you have no reason praying. Give me a fresh revelation of God, my Father. Call him your Father, my Father, my Father, my Father. Abba, Abba, Father, Abba, Father, Abba, Father, Abba, Father. The Bible says that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. <laughs> Satan has nothing in you. See, your nature has been changed. It means that whether it's sin or loss or desire or whether it's weakness or whatever it is, it is not your nature. Something is trying to deceive you. Your nature is righteousness. Eh? Ask God to give you a fresh revelation of your nature. The nature of Christ that is right. Let it shine so strong that it can consume every death, every thing that is of sin and Satan that is leaking in your soul. Give me a fresh revelation of your righteousness. Some of us need fresh clothings in the spirit. God is calling up, calling us up to higher planes of oppression. And the demand is that we need fresh clothings. We need fresh clothings. We need fresh clothings. That you will not be asked some certain questions. <laughs> Pray for just one more minute. Fresh revelation of our identity. Fresh revelation of our identity. You are the son of God. You are the child of God. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 
Aneskuvre temananta gabina Rakoska dabananta Brakota kandelia Ageneaila kruska dabanatelia Repetogobosko takamanta Bratabamanteli Ebrekota kambarata Babrakataka benantola gabana Ratabebenteliya Kotakaska benatua Rapatababinata gabrandele De gebenetu Zibante brokatabakambra Tebamanteli Radabababokotokosko takabrana Batababina Abrekota kanda brataba A fresh revelation A fresh revelation That might be all you need To step into your new season See eh, The things that God do for you He doesn't do for you Because of your fasting and prayer You are the son of God You have these things by inheritance We do not receive things from God Just because we prayed And just because we fasted Just because you gave No Your father wants to give you good things Your father loves to give you good things your father desires to give you good things. He desires to protect you, to preserve you. He desires to lift you up. He desires to make you prosper. That is the good will of the father. The Bible says that it is the father's good will to give you the kingdom. Zatos kadama hanteli karasko dabana abrekota kambreta mantali ratapabna tapana kasetan kan demons can oppress you in your dream. Do they even know who you are? You are carrying God and demons are oppressing you. Is Lie. Oh my God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, we thank you for today. We bless your name. Ah, we thank you for the wine that we drank. My God. How many of you drank that wine? They asked Jesus when they brought food for him, finally, his disciples. Said there is a food I there is a drink I have that you don't know of. People don't know we have drink and food they don't know. Of. <laughs> Stretch forth your hands towards these prayers. Let's pray over them. Let's ask God to intervene. Hundreds, tens of prayer requests. Somebody called me today and said urgently that the grandmother died and death has been hanging over the family. Let's rebuke the spirit of death. Some people sent requests cancer. Some people sent requests barrenness. Some people sent all kinds of stuff. Satan is devil is a wicked devil. Pray from your heart, brethren. Pray from your heart. Pray from your heart. Let God intervene by His power. Let God intervene by His wisdom. Let God intervene by His mercy. Let God intervene. Thank you. 
In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. 